Dan Radio style. Hope everybody out there is having themselves a great day. Something I've been working on, getting a little clarity about life's purpose. Now, I've felt pretty good about life's purpose in general, as far as where I'm going with my life, YouTube and communications and all that stuff. Pretty much doing it. Got a little IT fun for the geeky part of my brain. So life's groovy. Got the life purpose going on. But some small assessments are being made right now. I'm going to get to the change that I'm personally thinking of making, which some of you might attack me on because of the law of traction. I'm curious to see if that happens. But I think a lot of you are going to kind of look at it and go, yeah, I see what you're saying. And I think that's truly what the point of this video is. But one thing I've noticed of late is distractions that I normally would be able to fulfill myself with, my free time, if you will, distractions are kind of not quite cutting it like they used to. I don't know if this is something that you're experiencing as well, and it's kind of one thing I'd like to ask. And please, in the comments, I'd like people to you know mention out whether you think uh, distractions are still adequate. Are you one of the people that, yeah, I'm kind of oddly knowing that distractions aren't seeming to work for me right now, or they're boring, or they're not... They're just not the thrill they once were, or maybe even craving other distractions that I can't have right now. And so because of that, I'm going a little stir crazy, and maybe the distractions available to me are boring. I don't know. Chime in. Give me an idea of what your distractions were and where you're at with them, whether there's something that you used to play at home, like me, video games. I love to play video games. Right now, they're not quite cutting it. Uh, oddly. And so that's the funny thing. Still enjoying doing YouTubes, but the idea of doing manifestation videos right now while we're in the middle of this pandemic seems odd, right? So there's a lot of things that don't fit like they used to. I used to enjoy doing a manifestation video. Right now I'm like, really? Like, isn't there something larger going on? And again, that's part of this whole mindset that I'm going through right now. So this is kind of how I know things are changing. Now, back in the good old days, when I used to work at the coffee shop and at work, I would actually bounce questions off of a number of different kinds of people, even some of my family members, and just kind of feel where they're at with it. Because again, from my vantage point, I only know what it's like to be me. I don't know what it's like to be somebody else. So I'm always curious, what are other people going through? Is this something that's larger than just me? Or is Dan just having one of his crazy ideas in his head? Which all of the above could be true. So I'm wondering, you know, like my mom kind of represents a certain sect of the population. My dad represents a certain sect of the population. My brother and sister both represent certain sects of the population. But then I've got a number of people that I know kind of through the coffee shop, if you will. It's just a place I was at for a lot of years. So I know a lot of different kinds of people and I like to ask them. Hey, what are you noticing? How is it right now? But none of us can get together anymore <laughs> and chit-chat. So again, the comment out to all of you. Me, personally, things are shifting. And I know this is because of what's happening. I know it's even in relation to like the meditation that just happened uh, yesterday, right? I know things are changing. I'm hoping that I can sort of win over you at home with a chance to see what this larger change is that's going on right now. So... Cannot do things uh, as easily as we once had, that's for sure. So life is kind of shifting on us a little bit. And one thing I've kind of realized through all of this is there's something larger going on in our lives. There's a bigger purpose, right? There's those things that matter to us. And I think a lot of us are coming to the conclusion that interactions with people, for sure, are a larger part of this. But there's, you know, the, the, the bigger purpose purpose, the bigger picture, like what are we really here to do? Now, some of us have families and I think it becomes very aware. So love, 
Love is a great one. Let's talk about that real quick when we talk about purposes of life. And maybe even take one step back. Purposes of life to me are the things that we can take with us when we die. I'll be honest. The things that we can take with us when we die. And I don't honestly believe after a lot of studying over the years, after a lot of living, after spending time with quality of people and with things, quality of things for that matter, I honestly have come to the conclusion that anything I can take with me is truly of value. Truly of value. Anything that I've got to leave behind when I'm done, when I've handed my body back and just said, yeah, I pretty much wore this thing out. I'm done. I'm ready to go home. When we've come to that point, the things we shed aren't important. Now, they mattered in life. This body matters in life. If, if it's all jacked up for the last 30 years of my living, that's going to make for kind of a bad quality of life, right? If I have no money, obviously, that's going to make for a bad quality of life. So there's a balance that has to happen within life. But a lot of us focus on the things that really are transient. Focus on the things that really don't matter in life. We focus a lot on those. It's one of the reasons that I got into teaching manifestation because it was a way to connect with people on the very important causation of what you experience and what you think. And a lot of people, that's a tough causation to make. Manifesting and all these kinds of thinking processes that are out there are a great avenue to start to play around with this concept. Once you realize conceptually, and Goddard talks about it frequently, once you realize that I directly affect my life, I am 100% responsible for what I experience. Once we connect that dot, our life's pretty much forever changed. And then from there, and I call that like the black belt level. I'll be honest with you. That's the black belt level. The second you realize that I am 100% responsible for the causation of what I experience in life, that it is my focus, it is my thoughts that affect my reality, that's the black belt. Now, when you get into degrees of black belt, degrees of mastery, that's when you start asking larger questions. That's when you start wondering, hey, if a lot of us got together and did stuff, what would that be? Hey, isn't it interesting that so many of us are focused on manifesting certain things that we can't necessarily take with us? And then that's the larger purpose. So now we'll take that step forward. What are we seeking in life? And is it balanced? And I'm not here to judge. I'm here to ask the questions to you. I'm hoping you're sitting there going, huh, that's a really good question you bring up. A lot of people, it is love. So let's talk about love. I think love is broken into two separate groups. There is healthy love. Now, healthy love is something that, in my opinion, requires nothing of another. It is strictly the whole larger self, uh, the whole larger uh, un love of unconditional love, the whole concept of just loving for the sake of loving, loving because it feels good to love, doing things out of love because it feels right. It's typically what you do with families, with pets, and I don't mean to try to lump the two together, but if someone's never had a child but they've had a dog, that's a step in the right direction versus a child, which is a much, much larger responsibility. It's like pet on steroids and then some and more and then, right? I mean, I'm not trying to diminish, but please, people with, with children, Please give a little bit for those who are learning love uh, relationships. Uh, it's like at telling a child that's in a relationship, no, your relationship's not real. When you get older, you'll have a real relationship then. That's like, that's not true. That they are in love for their concept of love. It may not be adult love yet, but child love is still love nonetheless. So diminishing anyone's experience of love, of a healthy concept, I think is, is unfair. So all of you, 
If you've experienced that, I just love this thing regardless, that's healthy. That's awesome. You can take that with you for sure. But there's also unhealthy love. There's people that are willing to have someone love them and forego certain things. Maybe they won't treat you nice. Maybe they won't hang out with you in public. Maybe they don't actually ever seem to text you back ever. Like, that's an unhealthy kind of love. You're chasing after an experience that's not being given back to you. Why? That's a big question to ask right now. Why? Why am I pursuing something or someone that doesn't necessarily reflect back to me the way I think I should? Now, self-love is part of this. We frequently talk about it. And if I'm letting someone walk all over me, or if I'm letting someone disrespect me, or if I'm letting someone forego things that are important to me, or if I'm letting myself forego things that are important to me. I'm waiting to do things for when I'm with this person that doesn't give me the time of day, or I'm waiting to be with this person, or I'm waiting to do things because this person's not ready to be with me. Why? And again, your answers may be sufficient, but why? What are we waiting for? Why are we waiting? Life is happening right now. Frequently, we've talked about it, so I've got glasses on for person A. Maybe there's someone specific that I'm interested in or someone I work with or whatever, right? And my glasses right now are for person A. And I put them on and that's all I can see is person A. Person A, person A, person A. But maybe for the sake of heck and strangeness, I decide to go to the optometrist and change my glasses to a new pair. Take these off, new prescription, pop them on. Now all of a sudden, I'm not interested in person A. Not because I... Didn't want to be. It wasn't accidental, meaning I meant to put on new frames. I meant to put on new prescription. I meant to decide maybe person A isn't everything they're cracked up to be. Maybe person A doesn't want me as much as I want them. Let's reassess that. Let's put on some new glasses. Let's see if I can see anyone else out there. And by golly, person B will pop into your life. I assure you. Not saying that's the direction you go, not saying that's not the direction you go. Saying this is things we question. Why am I chasing after someone that's not giving what I deserve? If I deserve more and I'm interested in someone else and I'm trying to use all this mojo and magic to change them so they'll want to and I'm like, you are attracted to me, you are wanting me and they don't seem to stop, stop. You probably feel exhausted. You're probably tired of this. Rightly so. Let's look at what's going on. Are we chasing after money like it's the only thing that matters? Got three books listed below, by the way. Great books for manifesting money. Highly, highly, highly recommend them. Have been very helpful in my life, and I'm certainly doing very well and continuing to do so. Do I want to get into specifics? No, but they work. Is that my sole reason for living? No. Absolutely not. It does make everything more fun. My dad used to always tell me, I'm not sure if it's good or bad, but I think it's pretty true. Uh, money is not everything, but it comes way ahead of whatever's in second place. It's kind of true. From a guy's standpoint, at least, trying to be a provider, or at least the whole focus of my life is trying to be someone that makes their way, makes their name known. I don't know, right? So I got YouTube. Professionally, I'm doing really good for myself. YouTube, I'm growing and doing rather well for myself. Like, I'm doing it. I'm happy with where I'm at. And success has found me. And I've found success. And we shake hands all the time. And I love it. And I'm continuing to grow and develop that. But is that my sole focus? No, it's not. 
Love still falls pretty heavily on the list. What about things like sex? You know, I know a lot of us, there's someone just hit up a question recently about like, hey, if I'm wanting to have a relationship with someone, but I'm watching a lot of porn in the meantime, is that a problem? That can probably cause some issues. Again, why? What's going on inside your mind? What sort of beliefs do you have around porn? Some people have very strong beliefs around it, by the way, and I'm not trying to make this a X-rated show, but it's something that's people are spending a lot of time at home right now substituting real relationships with different things. Let's talk about it. Let's assess it. Let's look at it. Is porn something that could possibly put a problem in real life relationships? Yeah, there's some pretty unnatural expectations that tend to happen in porn. It's a story that tends to fulfill itself within about 15 minutes to an hour, depending on who's watching. I'm basically meaning I think women can make it a little longer into the thing generally, maybe than guys can, right? Guys are done in about five seconds. So I don't know. But the one thing a lot of people are doing is they're substituting this sort of chemistry you experience during sex. This 10 minutes of a whole hour that you spend together. And I mean that more from a symbolic standpoint. Sex is something that you don't spend a whole lot of time generally doing when you're in a relationship as much as we want to, especially early on. The chemistry is amazing. Oh my God, I can't wait till the next time I get to, especially if you haven't ever done it before and it's your first time, you're like, oh wow, or maybe your third time. First one may be a little scary. But again, it's that experience. But once you've gotten through and once you've made wonderful love with someone, yeah, you want to do that again. But it's not everything it's cracked up to be. It's not the thing that we take to the other side necessarily. It's the, the pleasures of the body are very much of the body. So how much of our energy are we spending trying to manifest something that's really temporary? Now, again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying think about how much of this balance do you have in your life? Yeah, you probably want some of that in your life. It probably is healthy. Certainly in relationships, it is. It's very important to have that passion and that chemistry and that love and continue to do that without a doubt. But how much of the time should be spent pursuing that or thinking about that or focusing on that? How much time are we really spending trying to manifest something that doesn't really matter? What matters to me, of course, is our purpose. And I think some of how we find that is with this extra time to play that we have currently. We have a lot of extra time, generally speaking. A lot of us aren't driving as much. A lot, I mean, there are some of us that break this rule. I'm just, but as a blanket statement, most people are going to start to fall under this for a number of reasons. Maybe some bad, maybe you're currently uh, fur furloughed, laid off, whatever the recent term that they're using right now. But maybe right now you're one of the people that's starting to look at collecting unemployment benefits. Maybe you're spending a lot more time at home right now because of the way things are. Maybe you're working from home. Maybe you always have, but you're probably finding I'm not going out as much right now. There's no social engagements. There's no sporting events. There, You can go to the grocery store and that's about it anymore. The pharmacy, grocery store, right? The couple other places. You can't hang out with anybody. So I can't even go to see my sister anymore. She lives just across the street for crying out loud. But the fear of her getting me sick and me getting them sick. Like she's got a whole family unit. I've got my people that are involved, my girlfriend and all the people that she's involved with when she goes home. The idea right now of spreading to someone else is uh, it's a risk not worth taking, frankly, right? I don't believe I'm going to get, I believe I'm staying healthy for sure, but I am not going to be so naive as to assume that I am going to not contaminate others. I could very well end up with it. I could be carrying it for all I know and be totally healthy. 
right? Is that a risk that's worth taking for me? No. Do I want to see my mom and dad right now who are getting up in age and possibly put them at risk? No. So I've oddly got a lot of free time right now. This is a great time to explore interests, things you like, but frankly, we're forcing ourselves to entertain ourselves the old-fashioned way. Like when I was a kid and I used to just take the bike out and go and try to find a dirt hill somewhere that I could jump off of and run up and down or find a buddy and we'd just run around crazy. We found ways to entertain ourselves. You could hand me a deck of cards and I could sit, literally put some music on and sit out on the floor and just sit there and play solitaire, literally probably for a couple hours and be happy. As long as there's good music playing, I'm happy. So finding things that in, in, in we enjoy. Now, again, back to my little point, if I could sit there for two hours and actually entertain myself with music and cards, what does that mean? One, well, there's an analytic side to it. Two, what am I doing while I'm playing the cards? Most of you don't realize it, but I'm usually doing a lot of uh, mental clearing, either that or I'm reading, doing card readings, because cards can tell you a lot. You don't have to get into that or believe that, but I use it frequently. I love doing solitaire as a means of trying to answer questions if I've got to work through it. So certainly done stuff like that. Maybe one day I'll even do a um, uh, just a video on how I kind of read and what it sort of means to me. But again, it's one of those things that you feel and you work through. But music, big part of my life. Dan Radio Style. Also work for an entertainment company. So currently completely on that side of the rainbow. Used to do radio, still do that kind of same work. Again, I've found things that I love and pursue. Can I take these things with me? Not the jobs, but the memories, the lessons, the things I've done, the things I've left behind. Yes, I can. And yes, I do. And yes, I'm proud of what I've been doing. Now, the thing that I'm going to finish off with that was the big change for me. I was growing rather well in my life, and I was like, well, let's go ahead and think about getting a house. I've got a condo right now, two bedroom, two bath. It's not really large, a little over 1,100 square feet. It's not that big a place. It's really not. But I'm very comfortable in my surroundings. I have a wonderful neighborhood, reasonably quiet, great part of town. So I love where I'm at. The, it's very affordable right now. I'm well along to paying it off. I've got a bunch of equity in the place. So the idea of moving seemed great, but right now, the way things are, the way the economy is, packing on more debt, getting to a higher mortgage payment, basically stressing myself because I'm trying to push further, and it's a great way to do it. Don't, you know, don't mind that, but it is a great way to force yourself into growth. But instead of pushing that, I said, hello. You know, I talk frequently about six-month plan, year-and-a-half plan, five-year plan. It was roughly my year-and-a-half, two-year plan was to get out. I've pushed that out to five years. The main reason I wanted to move, the main reason I wanted to move was I wanted a better studio for being able to do YouTubes. What I've realized is by removing the TV, which I think maybe now you can't quite see it in the background, but it's right over here to the side. I've got a, a TV in here and there's a couch and this is sort of where I watch TV as well as do my videos as well as I've got my uh, work set up, my editing station. My work stuff's in a different room, but this is all related to my studio. I got my board here. I got everything's in here, right? I got my microphone, obviously. So everything's set up in here to do that. Well, the one thing I wanted was to be able to do green screen or chromatic, I think they call it, or being able to do like having a cool background behind me rather than having to put pictures and all sorts of crazy stuff, right? So by moving the TV, which is all I need to do, into the other room, I now turn this into a full-fledged studio. I could even egg crate it at this point. But I'll have a white wall behind me, which will work. 
and I can actually start to do exactly what I wanted. I can start to film standing up, which I kind of wanted to be able to do. I just erased the need to move. I've erased the need to move. I don't need to do it yet. So what does that mean? I can use the technique seven cures for a lean purse that I, re I did a video on that was oddly not popular, but it's probably one of the best money videos I've ever done. I am using those techniques, continuing to anyway, and we'll just continue to grow. And I will then look at moving in a year, year and a half, I'll reassess and probably look at moving. Or maybe after this economy, the things happen the way they are, maybe there's gonna be some great deals that I can get in on. Maybe I won't even need to sell the place I currently have and I can rent it out. A lot of things start to open up when you don't force yourself to move into a direction that you're not necessarily ready. Things are being thrust upon us. Change is upon us right now. We are kind of oddly bored in where a lot of us are at, I think, and I'm hoping you guys left comments, but we're oddly in that weird place where change has to happen. Let's figure out what it is that we want. You know, it's often we chase after the thing we don't have. Let's figure out what we truly want, what we truly desire. Let's maybe whittle off a couple of the desires that we've had that don't necessarily matter. Maybe it really is all about the relationships and the family that we might be building. Then focus on that. That will include your career. That will include a lot of wonderful things, but won't be so heavily focused necessarily in one area or even heavily out of balance, which I think a lot of us can sometimes get into. Let's reassess what it is that we're chasing after. Let's reassess what it really matters. Let's reassess what we feel like we have to have in order to be happy. And then let's look at that and we're like, do we really, is it even going to change my happiness? And from my standpoint, a new house isn't necessarily going to change anything for me other than just be a bigger expense and a lot more stuff. There's a couple other things that I'm going to sacrifice for a short while, but they're not a big deal. And I've got everything I need in this house. So why? Why do that? And I think that's one of the things that hopefully a lot of us can come to. We can reassess. We can make some changes. We can start to address these while we're spending large copious amounts of time at home. And we can start to clean out and declutter. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm making room to move all this stuff in that other room. And once I've done that, I turn this room into a whole different energy. I get the Wi-Fi out of here for that matter, which is going to be very nice as well. Just the energy standpoint. So a lot of good things are going to happen just in this weekend. Already, post-meditation, I'm already making huge changes in my life. I'm hoping you guys are going to join me. I'm hoping this makes sense for that matter too. But uh, it's going to change our world. We have to change what's going on inside of us. And once we change what's going on inside of us, we start to affect our immediate surroundings and we start to affect our larger surroundings. Pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to the clutter. Pay attention to what's going on around you. You will actually see yourself starting to make some of these changes, even accidentally. You'll get hankerings just to clean. You're like, ah, oh, that area, that corner. Ah, all that clutter. I need to clean it up. It's bothering me. Stuff will start to bother you. You will feel a need to move in a direction. This is going to be a time for all of us to be getting some sort of life direction inspired action. I think it's a good time to pay attention to what's going on. And when you do, you're going to be surprised at the very cool stuff that's around the corner. The world is changing for the better in a major way, like Star Trek era kind of stuff. Like, I mean, it's moving in a direction where money probably won't matter. That kind of direction. I don't know how we get there. And I don't know if it's five years, 10 years, 15. I don't know. But this is accelerated at this point. 
for sure. There's so much going on. The meditations, the fact that so many people are awakening as we speak. The world is changing. And when you start to realize and you start to say to yourself, it is changing. I'm starting to see a lot of people. Because some of us, we're like, ah, I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody. Again, what glasses are you putting on? You don't see anybody? Say for a second, start switching it. Go, I can't believe how many people I see that are awakened around me. It surprises me every day I bump into someone new that is awakened around me. When you start talking like that, you put on the different glasses that sees awakened people. And when you do, you realize, oh my God, there's been a bunch of them around me all this time. What are we looking at? What are we looking for? Because what you're looking for is what you're going to find. What do you want to find? What do you want to find? Start looking for that. Look for it. You may not believe it exists. That's part of it. But realize that your thoughts about it create it. So if you think you can find it, if you think it might be out there, you will find it. It happens. And if you're looking for something cool, you're going to find something cool. And if you're looking for garbage, guess what you're going to get more of? A big giant dump truck of garbage in your life. No one wants that. What are we doing? What are we paying attention to? Dan Radio Style.